Welcome back to On the Night, to On the Night I Go Back. That's how I'm going to say it from now on. On the Night I Go Back. Ooh, like a dramatic kind of like uh... I'm So I'm Higgins. I'm Ben. Yeah. <laughs> we are uh, back, back in your ears, mm-hmm. talking movie, back TV. Your buds. Back in your buds, back in your butts, talking movie, <laughs> TV, talking, talking life stuff, you know, talking life. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. life happens. Life is what happens when you're What's the saying? Life when you're not paying attention? Something like uh, that. Yeah, it sounds right. That's my, I said that originally. Yeah, that's that my quote. Right. I think it's um, uh, life happens when you're busy making plans. When you're plans. making plans, right, yeah. exactly. Yep, yep, that's sounds true. Right. That is true. And that's what we reflect on in this podcast, right mm-hmm. in your buds, right in your buds. Uh, right speaking your of buds. buds, speaking of buds, it's really nice to see you again, Higgins. Good to see you too. Good to see you too. Sorry, I had to miss the uh, boy chat last night. Yeah, we missed you on the boy chat. What uh, what was your thing again? I don't remember. <laughs> we went to the. We were out all day at the beach, mm. and I got a lot of sun. Got a and, lot of sun. Uh, you, ever, you know how like when you spend literally all day in the sun, and then you just can't. It it like literally wipes your body out. Yeah, there must be some sort like of sick. chemical. Like There's some sort of chemical sick. thing behind yeah. that. Yeah, but I yeah no totally. I uh so, I mowed my lawn the other day, and it was so ah. hot, and it was so bright. Yeah, and my lawn is so big because of my great opulence that oh. it was <laughs> it was just a, because i live in the middle of nowhere that it was just it was a whole thing um so let's talk about that because this is we haven't chatted since you yeah. you guys moved so yeah, yeah. how does it feel you're officially homeowners we're homeowners you know i was reflecting on a on a conversation that we had you said uh I had. a conversation that we had because a okay. conversation is between two i don't but you say we like is it the royal we or like you and me had this conversation a conversation you mean like a conversation we had and i'm referring to like talking to my dad or something yes. no i'm talking yes. about we you and okay me, which is not the royal we i don't think <laughs> I'll show you i have no we. idea <laughs> <laughs> my leash <laughs> bow before me okay um, you had said, you know, did, has it sunk in when you bought a house? Like, has it sunk in like being an adult or, or, or you said something like that, like adult yeah. stuff. Um, and I like interpreted that one way, but I think I, now that I've been here for a couple of weeks and I know it's only been a couple of weeks, but I think I kind of understand what you're, what you were saying, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we moved, this place is nice and we moved in and most of the stuff was good to go, but there's all sorts of like little things and like, in rentals, I obviously didn't care if there might've been like a little bit of water leaking, like into the crack right. between the bathtub and the, right. But, but here it's like, oh my God, that's going to like get in the wood and cause mold. And I'm never going to sell this place. I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm dying here. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that, in that way, these things, it's, it's, it's a whole new thing that I never really cared about. So like, that is an example of it. And like, there's a, you know, a whole bunch of other little things that I'm like, I just want to like, I want to fix everything and I want to, I want to make it perfect all at once. And that's just not what you can, that's no, just you not, can't. you can't I mean, do it. You can, if you want, if you have the funds and the means to do it, but I mean, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So yeah, and you said it, you said it very well in the text today. You said, um, there's all, you said like, there's, it's what it's true. What they say, there's always something wrong with your, with your right. house. You'll never have a perfect house unless you legitimately build it yourself. Like, there's you're never going to find something not to nitpick about well and so, to your point unless you have like the money to like to like make right. it so yeah like um, that's the thing like starting home projects and then you you have to have the will 
and like the right frame of mind to not get sidetracked by the other thing that comes up. Yes, exactly. That home project. And That's like, happening to me. I like start yeah. something and I'll like, the, I'll glance at something else in the corner of my eye and like, just like for some reason, start doing that and be like, right. okay, wait a minute. Like, why yeah. did I, yeah. Why did I, yeah. Why am I doing this? Yeah. I don't have like the mental, yeah, I can't like stick to it. It's, it's, I mean, it'll, it'll come with time. I think, I mean, I don't, I don't have it either. No one, it, it, it's unless you, I think unless you have the money and, or just the, the, the skills to do it on your own. I mean, it's, no, I have neither. So no, no, no. I, I don't know anyone who does, you know, like, so it, it's, yeah. uh, um, but I'm happy for you guys. I mean, I'm sure I've, I've seen some of Jamie's, um, either snaps or Instagram. Yeah. She's getting the her. pool going. She's, oh God, yeah. She loves that back there. It's, it's, it's looking real good. I did all the lawn, like I said, which is like a whole thing. I fixed my lawnmower. My, did I tell you my so you had the engine problem, broken. right? Yeah. Well, it ended up being the spark plug that needed to be replaced, which is like something that like is kind of foreign to me. Like if you said it to me, I'm like, Oh, replacing the spark plug. What's that going to run me like 2000, 3000. But like, it's actually really easy. Um, <laughs> and I just did it and it, it works great now. So good. I channeled that energy and I did the whole lawn and now all my neighbors aren't leaving hate mail on my door. Is this um, the new house or the old house? The new house. Like, I'm fully okay. out of the old house. Okay. I'm so, in the so new you're house. In, you're in the new house, right? Like what I'm watching, what I'm seeing now is the new house. This is my new office. Soak it I was in. I going to say, it looks a lot similar to the old one. I, I think, think it's just because you're seeing. Just, yeah, I'm me. seeing like a wall and a door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah, it's like the same it. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and you know what else is weird? And this is like, this made me think of a conversation we we had as well. The royal we. we. No, not the royal. Hello, we. sir. The royal we is here. <laughs> Hello, sir. <laughs> British, the Britons. Um, my house gets blasted by sun, like on one. It's oh, yeah. west facing, so. Uh, in the morning, one half gets blasted in the, in the evening and the other half gets blasted. And um, there's not a ton of tree cover around. You know, the, my neighborhood is built on farmland. So all of the trees that were here aren't natural. They've been planted when this, when this neighborhood was built like 30 or whatever years ago. Some yards just straight up don't have trees. Our yard has like one tree. Our neighbor's yard has like one tree. And that just doesn't give us the shade we need to be shady. And you know, I love to be shady. It's true. Um, but no, seriously, I hate being in the sun, like directly on me. And it's just kind of right. ass blasting me. So like, that was a weird thing that I never. Well, you give me, yeah, you give me shit about how I want to take all the trees down in my yard because of all the leaves and all the shit that comes, that gets everywhere. And this is, this is part of the problem. This is exactly why. Well, no, more trees no, would more, solve my problem. More I mean, trees would solve it, but you can, but you, but you're, you're experiencing trees, tree yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tree stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, no, no, totally. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, no, I, I appreciate, I appreciate the things you, you know, you tried to take me by the hand and say, Ben, this is how you be a man. Take me by the <laughs> hand. <laughs> and you know what? I never appreciated you for it. As a matter of fact, I resented you. And I now, remember. now I just feel like I'm just following in your immense shadow. Like an in immense shadow of your, of your royal oh, my trees. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, so but are you, so the, the, the light thing is good though, because are you guys natural light people or do you like have to have a light on in the house at all times? I'm a natural light person, but Me I'm too. not a direct sunlight person. Okay. So like, I love natural light. Like I don't, I don't turn, I, if it were up to me and obviously nothing is, I would turn my lights on at like 8 PM at night. Right. And 8 PM. I guess. No, I don't like, I don't like artificial light. Neither All do of I. my light bulbs are like, are like either like soft or natural, like as, yeah. as, as like, you know, as natural as possible. Um, but Emily, so I'm definitely... Emily's the exact opposite. So like 
every light in the house is on at mm-hmm. all. If I, I'm fighting to turn, it's like a, it's a running joke at this point. Like I'm fighting <laughs> to turn. The, I'm literally going room to room and turning lights off and like opening up the blinds and like getting natural light in because it's just like this is how this is how we were meant to live. Let's live like this and then. At, you know, at nighttime, we'll turn the lights on. But like, you gotta say, you gotta say, we were meant to live for so much more. <laughs> I uh, want you should say that and say I'll it. try. Okay. So, so yeah, so I hear you. So there's, so the sun is a whole thing that I didn't even really think about, it's and true. now it's a big, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on my knees praising Ra, the sun god, to give me a shady day. Which oh. I don't think that's how I don't think that's how it works. But I, mean, um, I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, no, but everything it's it's great. You know, we we um finished unpacking. Yeah, we met most of the neighbors. They're pretty hit or miss. I mean, you know, <laughs> you gotta remember. So this is very rural. We're right yeah. on the Idaho Washington line. Very um, rural, very Republican. Yes, yeah, so it's it's a very conservative, very Republican, religious, and that's just not my not my style. Now, most of the people we met have been extremely friendly, extremely mm-hmm. polite, but mm-hmm. like at the end of the day we're probably completely different people from that. Well, it goes back to the conversation you and I have had, the we have had, we, we, royal we have had we. numerous times about if, is it better to know about your people, your friends right. slash acquaintances being shitty people now, or is it okay to like just judge them based on how they treat you and then finding out later, like, oh, they also Right, so, so for us, I don't anticipate us becoming friends with the neighbors like, I think that's the type of thing becoming friends with your neighbors in a neighborhood is the type of thing you do when you have kids because the kids will play together just like organically yeah. and then you'll sure. be but, but like that's you know we don't obviously don't have kids so not yet then, not, no, not yet alert. not yet too yeah I said it and it said a big surprise at the end of the episode um uh not only that but most of the uh families here are, have high school age kids there's very few young kids it's mostly um because the the neighbors next to us have been in their house for 30 years the neighbors across Crazy. from us 29 years like people have been here for they, for put, a they, long, set, long they time. set their roots down and they stay yeah, exactly so. exactly and and uh, you know it's nice to know that it's the type of neighborhood where people want to do that mm-hmm. um but again a lot of that is, is so kid dependent so right. um but yeah no we, the, the house is great we got the we got the kitchen and living room unpacked i got the tvs mounted we got it we bought a new couch a new sectional that got delivered nice. the other day it's feeling local place or local place local place shout out spokane furniture um spokane furniture come for the coffee stay for the prices they asked me to say that. Yep. Um, great coffee. Keurig. It's a genuine Keurig at that, at that Spokane furniture there. That's incredible. In the, in the Valley. Yeah. I didn't think they had that out there. No, it's, it's, it just got here and people are going nuts. Wow. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, got a new sectional and, um, now just, just last night we, after everyone signed off the zoom, you know, Jamie and I kind of like finished unpacking the kitchen and got the, got mm-hmm. the living room ready. And it now feels like just now it like feels home. very like home. Exactly. Yeah. How's um, Ross handling it? This is her third home and like, this is yeah. This is her third home in as many. This is my third home in as many years. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ross is more important than you. That's true. And Ross is also uh, yeah. She is the royal. She is the royal we. The little wee kitty. She is the royal we. Uh, she loves it here. And so one okay. thing is um, so besides the kitchen and living room and mm-hmm. base and basement, all of the bedrooms and the hallways are carpeted. So she loves that shit. Okay. Um, because it's like you know she cats like carpeting. They do. So she likes that. Um, she loves going to all the different rooms. I mean, she seems to be she seems to be very happy here. The whole family's settling in just great. Nice. Yeah. We're ha- I'm very happy for you. Yeah, it's good. It's been good. And then, you know, once we cut the lawn, things like cutting the lawn too helped a lot to feel because it was just completely overgrown. They hadn't cut it in, in weeks and weeks. So, oh, really? Um, it was a huge pain in the ass. But like now you look out there and it feels, you know, but you, as you start to piece things together, 
either making the changes we talked about or like unpacking things or whatever, you know, as a, you know, piece of the choir here, I'm sure, you know, it starts to feel more and more like, sure, like yeah. when you get your own things in there and you know, you, it's when you start like waking up there and like feeling like it's not just like a rented place. Like, I feel like I felt kind of the same way about like, we just bought a new car a couple months ago, a couple of weeks ago, about a month ago. Never misses um, a chance. You get it. Uh, come for the coffee, uh, come for the coffee, stay for the monsters. Uh, zoom, zoom, zoom. Uh, that would be come for the coffee, stay for the monsters. It would legitimately get me to buy a Mazda. Oh, it, it worked on it worked. me. Um, but for a while because it's like it's by far the nicest car i've ever owned um because it's brand new it's a 2021 it's no big deal um jeez oh, number oh. 10 10 out of 10 first in this class uh, did you realize i was with the one percent on this podcast yeah. uh so for like a while like driving it i was like this is not my car like this is a rented car like i should like I'm, i was treating it like not like i would treat it any differently if it was my car but i just didn't feel like it was my car and then you know after like finally like a couple of weeks of just driving it around i'm like okay i'm starting to get you know i i i you know got some got a little bit of a stain in here from a from a <laughs> something from like something that spilled like riley was in the back seat so like that's kind of a little dirty so like now it's starting to feel like my car a little bit yeah so. totally that's it's funny because when you have something that's brand new like that like that first time you get like a tiny dent or a little scratch or something you're like but really yeah. that lets you like that kind of makes it a little more lived in and it right. makes it a little more okay with doing what it's supposed to be done with it which is driving it around and, right and you know. having having kids beat the shit yeah out of it exactly that's what they do so exactly but yeah so i understand totally what you're what you're talking about so. yeah so so it's good so it's good thank you for asking uh everything here is going mm-hmm. well um and we i think we're gonna be pretty happy here good i'm glad yeah I'm glad. yeah so what's going on uh what's going on with you oh man so much so um, much wow uh so much this weekend, not this, not this coming week, not the weekend we're currently in, but the upcoming weekend. So I guess next weekend is what the kids call it. Um, nice. That, and that's weekend. W e e k n d. Like, the, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we it'll be uh, Brett's bachelor party. Oh, I never got my invite to that. Uh, yeah. Um, I hold you personally accountable. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who don't know Brett, he was a guest on our show. Everyone knows. Times. I know, Brett. but I, what if we have that one listener? <laughs> that one listener. Uh, <laughs> shout, shout out Chuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, Chuck doesn't know Brett. That's true. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So that's his ba- his badger parties this weekend. So that's the that's the big. Uh, what are you guys doing again? Like New Hampshire, New Hampshire weekend, Woodstock, Maine. Oh, cool. And then we are going up there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday. We are driving someplace locally for renting eight no ATVs and going. Oh, uh, right. Okay. Going four going four wheeling on some trails and stuff. And then it uh, is how many people? I don't even know. Is I just know what the price of I know what the price is. That's all I know. And it's pretty cheap. So maybe it's a lot of people. I don't I don't I think it's like there's like seven groomsmen. So like that's the only people that wow, have, like, the, really? The, I think so. That's all people, people on the email chain, the groomsmen, I think. <laughs> and that's all I, so that's all the people I know that are going. Um, Good for Brett for being yeah. able to toss together seven groomsmen. I don't think it was him necessarily. Well, I guess it would be him. I mean, he picked his groomsmen, right? Yeah. But could have been, um, been his fiance. Could have been, been anybody. <laughs> could have been um, you. Yeah. Um, you're so in, yeah. you're in, you're out. <laughs> uh, did uh, so did yeah. Ozak make the cut? <laughs> he did. I'm actually driving up with him or carpooling. Um, <laughs> That would be amazing. Uh, no, he did. I don't think he made the cut. He might have been. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who's going. Um, so yeah, that's, I really that's, hope. I really hope that he's there. I mean, 
you should come. Can you fly out here? I am actually. I'm coming out. I'm coming back for work in a in a couple weeks. Oh, that's not not for Brett. But I'm just telling you. It was like, oh, speaking of which. Uh, oh, okay. What do you? What weekend? What what month or what? Uh, it'll be the first full week in um July. July. Yeah. So the week after the fourth, or the yes. week of the fourth. Yes, the week after the fourth. Yeah. Okay, because I have the week of the fourth off, so that would have been that would have been too perfect. Missed it. We missed it. But, well, I don't have the time off, so. Well, I'll be working. Where are you going to be staying at your parents or are you going to be in the city? I don't know. I haven't decided. I mean, there's a hotel, there's like a Marriott near the office that most of the people who travel stay in, but I might just stay with my parents. I mean, I don't know. Will they, will they comp you? You Yeah. If I go back for work, this is the beautiful thing. Now the work travel is opening back up. I mean, they pay for my ticket. They pay for my hotel. Oh, nice. I would just stay at a hotel then. Yeah, probably. But I do want to see my parents. It doesn't say when you can't see your parents, just stay at a hotel. Would you rather live it? Would you want to sleep in your parents' couch when you? No, that's to- contractual, actually. If I go for work, oh. I can't see my parents. So, oh, wow. That's, I mean, hey, it's 2021. Oh, I sleep in my childhood bedroom when I go home to my parents. They, that's house. still, they still have it as your bed. It's like kind of a guest room at this point, but, but yeah. Yikes. Come on, Allison, Brad, he's gone. He's not coming back. <laughs> let <Just> go. <laughs> let go. Change it. Make it into like your, your rec room or something. I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever been? You, do you remember that place? Like super hot up there. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Like... Is this a perfect rec room or like a, I don't know, maybe like a sex room? Like, oh, okay. like I. Oh, should I, should I pitch to my parents that they should turn my bedroom, my old childhood bedroom into their sec, their new sex room? Yeah. Is get a swing, I... get a pillow. They have like the sex wedge, where you, like nine different positions. All right. Let's move on here. Okay. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Did you say nine? Nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the stay for the sex wedge. Um, <laughs> um, all right. Let's get serious. Can we just start? Can we get serious already, for please? one second, Higgins? Can we start this episode. Okay. Hey, oh. welcome back on the night. <laughs> um, cool. Okay. So it sounds like things are going really well for both of us. Yeah. It's been a good time. Good time. Yeah. We mm-hmm. did miss you on the zoom though. We missed you on the zoom. what did you guys do? How was it? Oh, we did. We did a bunch of Jackbox. We chatted. We talked a lot about Metalla's new house, uh, which I think we didn't talk about on the podcast yet. Congratulations, Metalla. Now yep. a, a homeowner, a second ho- owning a second home and he's going to yep. rent out his place in Medford. He told Wait, us. he's not selling it. No. Oh well, I wish I missed the wrong call. That's that's a that's we big. talked about this at great length. Yeah. How does he have the money? I mean, I don't listen. Listen, it's not it's not too difficult. Metalla saved while we spent. I mean, that's that's <laughs> what it comes down. I mean, like, I that's true. I mean, not you as much, but like you know, I mean, I mean, Metalla was always the one who like wouldn't want to go out to dinner and and like we're you talking know, he, that, that, we're talking like. 15 years ago though yeah but that's not a that's not a mentality that you lose and he's maintained as someone who's who's known him he's maintained that mentality like he's very good with his money which is which is why he can afford to do things like buy a new house and rent out his old one well it makes sense because he's gonna he's gonna make a ton off the rent on that his place is nice in medford the one yeah it is with rent with prices where they are now like he'll make probably we were looking at a month we were looking at like comps for the rental because he hadn't he this they've decided on doing this but he hadn't thought of it in the details i was Uh like I was like, Metallo, what happens when like something goes wrong at your place? Yeah, like, you gotta, do you have yeah. like a property manager or something? He's like, nah, things don't really go wrong here. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you Did have... someone die in front of his house like two weeks ago. Yeah, but that's that's not on his property. So no, but still, not his things problem. do go wrong there. Um, so he like he's still figuring out the details clearly, but uh, yeah. but we looked at comps for rentals in his area, and I mean, he's, you know, he'll, I mean, he'll, he'll make that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything. I know a little bit about like kind of the financials of most of my friends, but Metal is a black box. I have no idea 
right. what his financial, but all I know is that his personality is very thrifty and he, he does things like he budgets and he, he's good. He, he's, he's someone exactly. like I should, yeah, if you have a question, I would ask him. Right. If you want like a very robotic answer that you could just ask Google, um, Matala will give it to you. <laughs> it's uh, like asking Google, but if Google had, way arms. way less <laughs> world experience and arms <laughs> not as much not as, not as much information uh, <laughs> less nudes not 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 no nudes no but, but less, less nudes, nudes. Less exactly nudes. yeah 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 uh, uh so so he's doing his thing and and that their new house looks really cool and um pari just moved into is just moving into his new place they just closed mm-hmm. congratulations to him congratulations pari everyone i mean we had a very um homeowner you know group chat Ugh. today there's so much hope shit that, i hope that ends why? It's the one thing I, that we all, it all kind I of, know. I know. And I do like, I do like that, but it like, joins us all together, except for, with, except for with, Jeremy, except for Jeremy, but Jeremy lives in the most expensive city in the world. So it's essentially, yeah. And he does, but, he does very well and he has a good time. So I don't think anyone's, uh, no one's, no one's, uh, throwing stones at, at, at him, no, but, uh, no, no. so he, yeah, he, he missed the boys chat. He missed the boys. Oh, yesterday he was too. There, yeah. He was, quite, I don't know what he was doing, but he was probably out on the gonna, town. He's going to be floored by this information. He is going to be floored by this information. Yes, that is true. Um, and they've been having, they, I don't, th- I don't know if they want me to talk about this or not, but I'm gonna, because I believe in, in transparency. Uh, they've been having their own problems because Metalla just told Jeremy that he muted him on Twitter. So that, yeah, I was there for that part. That was two weeks ago. <laughs> that was, wow. You could cut the tension with a knife. On that that was that, you know, sometimes you just gotta, you know, I appreciate, I talked about this with Jeremy the other night. I appreciate Metalla's honesty at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. Like I've had you uh, muted on Twitter and I would never tell you that. (laughs) I sometimes believe that because like, I don't see anybody's tweets as much as I used to. And that's the fact. Maybe most people just don't tweet a lot. Or it's like, because like everything's now an algorithm. Like you only see the tweets that like you, you only see the accounts that you either like or retweet a lot more. And you definitely don't like or retweet anything that we say. So no, definitely not. (laughs) And all your shit is like sports bimbo stuff. So. Yep. (laughs) Oh, speaking of which we didn't talk about this. Oh boy. It's a peace Celtic season. Yeah. Are you yeah, okay? I'm actually, I'm actually okay. I was okay with it. Um, it was a long time coming and it needed to happen. Um, but also Brad Stevens moving up to Danny Ainge's position, Danny Ainge retiring. So it's a now, crazy move. Yeah. So now is that typical in basketball for like the, no, it's no, very much. This seems weird, right? and they're going to catch a lot of heat, I think, because they didn't have like an interview process. Oh, interesting. You also have, you also have Stephen A. Smith, uh, who's already calling it, you know, saying that the Celtics are even more racist now because they they didn't hire a. Well, isn't that player. part of? But that's part of. Don't you need? There's some sort of a diversity requirement in searching for a new GM for most professional sports, right? Uh, yeah, but I mean, this they can do whatever they want. They're privately owned, so I mean, they can do whatever they want. That I am under, and I don't think anybody will disagree with me. I wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly believe their next coach is going to be black, and that's whether that's damage control for what was said by Kyrie Irving uh, or whatever, or just because I think where the Celtics where the Celtics failed this year was I think a lot of the players tuned out Brad Stevens, not mm-hmm. because he was white, but because he was not. He never played in the league. He never played at a high level. He right. played like, he played Division three college, right? Which is a, it's really remarkable that he is in the NBA. Like just most guys in the NBA, coaches, well, like either played at a high level or were ex- or played at the high level in like college or were ex players or you know some something along those lines. There's an but empathy thing there that you need, like like right. having been in their shoes before makes a huge sure. difference. And I think be, 
you could tell by watching the games that even though Brad Stevens is a great coach, I think they're whatever coach they're going to hire is not going to be as good as Brad Stevens. How good are you? How good of a coach can you be if your players aren't listening? You know? Yeah, no, it's true. So if they've lost I faith think, in you, I mean, that right. you need so to I have think that. I think that the, the, the candidates they have now that are, that are, you know, that Vegas is putting the odds on are all ex players who are also all good coaches too. So they're no, they're no slouches, but they're, you know, they're not going to be as good as Brad Stevens. Well, and I hope it, I hope it, I hope they, they do. I hope that, I hope yeah. it turns the team around. I, I'll, honestly, I don't like the mentality that like the players get to run the league. Cause I think that's, then you, but you that's have, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. You have what you have now with the players running the league. You have what you have now. And that's super teams playing with your friends. There's no, there's no competition. There's no parody in the league. Well, but the, the, the NBA is as popular as it's ever been. I mean, right, it, right. it works for the organization. Sure. And they make a ton of money. So, I mean, they, nothing, they can do nothing. They won't, they won't poo poo it. <laughs> but I, I I will do whatever. Honestly, if the, if it keeps Jason Tatum happy, and it gets these guys playing, if it gets Tatum to play aggressively every night and score, like if anybody watched the playoffs, they saw what he could do when he when he wants to do it. It's just I think he he has that lat that ki- he doesn't have that killer instinct. So the next player will bring it out of him. Next coach will. Bring yeah, it out. no, no, totally. So because he's yeah, he's definitely got the potential. So sure. you're saying you're saying, and I think I, I think I get this that like you're not as upset as you would be because they made this, this big monumental change. Yeah. That means that something is going to be different. Right. Next uh, yes. If this was just like a, they, whatever, and then they went back and let's run it back again. It'd with be the like, same I guys can't and, do this for another no, year. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah, be yeah. able to. Yeah. Plus these playoffs have been really fun to watch. Like I'm a big, uh, the Hawks are surprising everybody right now with the way they way they're playing. And it's fun to root for a team knowing that like my team's out and I have no, there's mm. no like real vested interest in mm-hmm. like having to worry about my team losing that they're already gone so i like that i like that i can root for other teams now um but i think it was the right move i think uh brad stevens not uh, danny ainge definitely had to go in my opinion he was he was dropping the ball more than anybody with the lack of moves that he was making either mm-hmm. in the offseason yeah. or in, uh, and it seemed like that happened every time at the trade deadline and everything it was yeah. like what are the celtics gonna do they need one piece and you need to do something and then it would just be nothing and well he and that, also this yeah no but, no i'm saying uh this is also i think in response to he's been going, he's been, he took a huge H uh, huge PR hit over the last couple of weeks based on the stuff that, so, you know, Kyrie Irving came out and said that Boston's a racist city, Mm, which mm -hmm. again, agree. If you want to agree with it, fine. If you don't, I mean, there's, there's a lot of proof that, that people say stuff, but there's also like, I don't think it's any more or less here, but it's not me. It's not for me to say I'm not, I'm not a minority. I'm not. A it's an easy target because Boston, yeah. as a, as a city, not even not talking about going to a game, right? At the, uh, but but as a city, does have a history of racism, right? So right. it's easy to take, you know, someone yelling the n word or something at the at the players and 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 combine that with the history of the city and have right. a pretty and make strong a argument. Yeah. So so I see, I see what you're saying came out after that and said in his in his time in Boston, he's never heard anybody say anything, which as a white guy probably didn't but he also definitely did and that's it's, tone it's, deaf that's it's like yeah no should, one's yeah. yelling anything at me <laughs> right and he shouldn't have said anything he should have yeah, said no well shit. Kyrie's entitled to his own opinions and we blah 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 excuse uh, yourself from that fucking conversation like and then been, yeah so what but then later after that was said an old interview was dug up by Uh-oh. Danny from 2019 where done by like I don't know some some I think it might have been NPR, some local AM news news station mm-hmm. did an interview with Danny Ainge, and they talked about politics. And he, they pretty much the the interviewer said something to Danny Ainge along the lines of like, "Do you do you take an, do you take the players 
seriously in the NBA about their like when they when they talk about issues like this politics blah blah, blah. and he he said no he's like how can oh, I Jesus like, he, but he said he said essentially um celebrities blah 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 they shouldn't be they people shouldn't take the, anything they say seriously people shouldn't put people shouldn't put their uh put stock in what people like this say because one reason or the other and he's and, and he that's said, crazy and he honestly and then he went and said like I have more interest in what um you have to say as about politics talking about the reporter and I also have more interest in what say like someone like Steve Kerr or Greg Popovich have has to say and like he the two people that he chose to talk about were like two like crunchy old like white dudes right, <laughs> and right. essentially saying like I don't care what the what the black players have to say about about um politics i'll just i care what these white guys have to say that's such a such a stupid and tone deaf thing to say right and it was before it was before george floyd it was before everything so hopefully hopefully you have to imagine that his that his tone has changed you would have to you have to but i think he feels that way very strongly and i think that resonates with the players and i think players don't want to play for a guy like that no no not at all and i think that's part of the reason why he wasn't able to get any real big yeah he got kemba yeah he got you know these guys but trade deadline misses after misses after misses. I think that a lot of it has to do because players talk. Everybody knows each other and everybody knows the ins and outs of every team. So if you have a GM that doesn't value your opinion as a person, not just as a player, but as a right. person, right. As a human then being. like, why would you want to play for that guy? No, totally. You don't, you don't want to, you don't want to play for that guy. You don't want to make that guy succeed. You don't want to make that guy right. money. And um, also it I doesn't that. help that it's also in Boston, like where right. you right. said there is a history. Yeah. So yeah. Big, well, uh, I think that's you know, part. Of, that's part of the reason why Ainge is gone. Yeah, um, I, I agree. And this is kind of like to me, like when when Brady left the the Patriots. Obviously, not the same kind of like he didn't. He had a much more monumental impact on the success of the Patriots over a long period of time. But like to me, the season before last season, where I was thinking about a whole new Patriots team that didn't have Tom Brady doing everything. It was exciting to me, looking forward to the next season. So there's like a yeah. little bit of an element of that I think, where it's like I'm going to see something. Much different, fundamentally different. Yeah, yeah. I think and nice. the off season, like following, because have they not? They haven't picked a new coach, right? You said so. No, so I don't know when they'll do that. They, a lot of players, a lot of teams wait till after the NBA finals to do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but um, who knows? It might get. So there'll be get, some buzz around that. You know, yeah. is it this guy? This guy was flown into Logan. This guy was spotted at Logan. Like, there's right. gonna be a lot of a lot of shit like that too. So, um, that's cool. So that's good. I, you know what? I respect your attitude about this and I'm very proud of you. <laughs> it was a lot. So I ended up, we were, uh, we ended up going out me, Dorney oh. and Brett um, went to a bar to watch game four. It was the day after it was Memorial day weekend. So it was last, last Sunday. Right. They, you know, it was the day after everything got lifted. And like, so we went to the, went to a bar and we watched the game at the bar and whew, it's like 2000. It's like, the, it's like the pandemic never happened in some of these yeah, places. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, like, I felt hella weird. Like, we were sat at a table. We didn't want to sit at the bar, so we sat at the table. But it was just like, ugh, it just, it was nice to see, and it was great atmosphere to, like, to watch the game, even though the Celtics got the shit kicked out of them. Um, <laughs> but it's literally like like the pandemic never happened. Yeah, it was like it was like going to that wedding, right? I mean, it's yeah. like, you know, it, and at some point we need to start feeling more comfortable with. No, and I do. With this and stuff, I, I, so. You know, like we're, I'm vaccinated, like everyone, you know, we're. Good to go. We're good. It's all we can do at this point. It's just to yeah. live our lives, so. Yep, 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 yep. Well, good. Okay, good. So great chit chat. Thank really you. Really excellent. I mean, you're stepping up your game. I just want you to, I want you to know that. I appreciate that. I, I uh, it's 
been a hard journey, but I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready to I'm ready to I'm ready to take the next. You clawed step. and you scr- you scratched your way right to mm-hmm. the top. Right to the tip. Uh, of the right to the tip of the top. Higgins. Yo. What? Hey. Have you been watching? Oh shit. What have you been um, watching, my friend? Okay. So nothing new in the, in regards to the fact that like I didn't watch anything like. Yeah, you were watching basketball, and you haven't right. really been. Yeah. But totally. I've been I've been catching up on a lot of like. I've been watching a lot of old movies, like older, Ooh, um, like uh, Casablanca. Yeah, like a lot of silent films. Um, <laughs> no, I've, like, I watched a movie the other night. Um, you ever see a uh, not not? You ever seen a movie, <laughs> A Simple Plan? Not the band. Before you get all like, uh, uh, I love Simple Plan. Uh, <laughs> no, I have not. No, I haven't. Oh, it's great! It's so I I watched it a, I, many years ago, and I just rewatch it now because it's it's. I remember it being really good, and it was. It holds up. It came out in like 1998, I think. It stars uh, Bill Paxton, Billy Bob Thornton, um, Bridget Fonda, I believe, um, is in it. And it's about small town brothers that find um, a plane in the woods, and the pilot's dead, and inside the plane is a bag of cash that's like i think it's like 4.5 million dollars or something like that Ooh. and they agree to take it but they agree to like all oh, that the, the responsible brother is going to hold on to it and as you can imagine all hell breaks loose they end up killing a bunch of people because people are finding out and they have to cover up this and cover up that and it's just it's a really good like edge of your seat type of like i want to say thriller but like like a like a okay you know what it's, it's a thriller. thriller. It sounds it's like a thriller. thriller. It's like yeah. a crime drama. But it's like slow. Thriller. It's like slow moving. It's it's not like a it's not like a you know fast paced kind of thing. It's slow moving. But Bill Paxton, he's one of those. Do you ever have like a celebrity that you that you look at and you're like you forget that they're dead and like when you find like when you remember that he, that they're dead again like it makes you super sad. Um, like, no. Like Robin, like Robin Williams is like that for me. Like because uh, okay. he's so er- he's so everywhere that like you just always imagine him still being alive because like you see he's all those movies are playing it all the time all the time everywhere. I, I might be a it's an interesting question. I might be a sociopath, but I don't really internalize the deaths of of celebrities and, and stuff like well, that. You, like do, do you internalize the death of anybody? Like yeah, people... like people I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like I was like, why are you asking me that? It's like okay, yeah. you're just making sure that I'm not a sociopath. Yeah, I was just checking. No, but um, especially even big ones, you know, like it's it's always really sad, especially when they're young. But like, right, like Chadwick Boseman was really sad. Right, exactly. But like know. this, Bill Paxton is, in my opinion, one of the best actors of our generation. You love, you're a total Paxton head. I'm a big Pax guy. Pax, Pax, Pax. Um, Pax attack. Pax attack, baby. I'm having a Pax attack. Oh, oh man. Oh. Oh. I'm, I'm coming, Bill. I'm coming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, like, watching it's him in that movie. dark, yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Watching him in that movie, I'm like, oh, like, he's so great. And then I, I keep, I, it makes me sad every time I'm like, oh, he's dead now. He's not making any new movies. Like, well, imagine, like, what he'd be doing now. Like, he's, like, I don't know. He's, he's one of my favorite actors. And Billy Bob Thornton, you know, late 90s, Phenomenal. early 2000s, Billy Bob Thornton, before before he only started doing, like, creepy-ass roles that he's doing now. Because um, you got to think, he's played the same role, like, five times in, lately. Like, that that creepy, like, um, serial killer slash, like, hitman type of thing. Right. And then he had that, then that stretch where, like, he only played drunken, like buffoons like bad santa and then bad news bears and all that kind of stuff um but no this is early this is like sling blade era uh billy bob thornton so he's great it's just an overall really great movie it's streaming on hulu right now it's called a simple plan uh if you just want like a like a cheap like you know like a quick 
um, just like great movie, just like sitting down and watching, just like take your mind away from things. It's a great, it's it's a great one. Do you say it was um, on Netflix? It's on Hulu. 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 Okay, got it. Um, also, we finished up, and I don't know if I'm going to talk about this yet because I don't know if you caught up at all. Did you catch up with any of the Mayor East on East? I Mayor? did. That was one of the things I want to talk about. We watched it. Okay, I, Jamie had already seen it uh, up to episode six. After okay. you described it to me, I was like, man, I got to watch that. So I caught up to episode six. And then we All right. So why don't we, out. so that's yeah. the other thing I watched this week. So let's, let's, let's just talk about that. If you want to, yes. we'll, yeah, we'll, I'd love we'll to into what you want to talk about. Too. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I'll say, and I'll let you, I'll let you take the lead here, but um, I thought it was phenomenal. I thought it was really excellent. good. Right. I really thought it was good. really, really good. I thought um, Kate Winslet is good. Um, maybe not quite worthy of the buzz that she's getting, but cause Ooh. it's a lot of that's the role. I mean, when you see a, when you see an actor, um, get a lot of buzz for doing a role. Like you have to wonder how much of this is the role and the writing and the setting and the production value and the surrounding cast elevating the, right. the actor and how much of this is, is, is the actor acting. Right. And right. Um, I, not to, not to say, you know, I'm being a little contrarian here, which I, as you know, is not something I do a lot, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, she wasn't my favorite part of the show. I mean, okay. the, show, the, the show, the story and, mm-hmm the neighborhood the living the living breathing the, town right? right the town was a character was and was like uh was really my what what i loved about it but the story so, kept you guessing and the twists and spoiler alert you know we're going to talk about it so spoiler, yeah, spoiler alert, alert for maravie's town. town yep stop now and just rec- fast forward a little while um but or just pick how, a new podcast i mean yeah, or just like, I don't go, listen, go <laughs> listen to rogan i don't know he's talking about <laughs> fauci's emails probably right now um so can we talk about the fact that in 2021 on a HBO show, like a, like a big time high budget HBO show incest was a plot line. And it's like, it was so almost like glazed over that. Like I had to like do a double take and be like, we're talking about incest right now. Well, what it was more shocking that it was a minor to me than the, than the incest. Right. Cause it was both. It was, okay, it was yeah. a double whammy. Right. She yeah, was, it was a minor. I, I didn't even think and, of that part, honestly. And yeah. they were cousins to me, the fact that she was a minor and, and the fact that they had a kid mm-hmm. um, was really the most shocking thing to me. The incest cousin incest. I mean, it's not something I would do, but like, you I mean, know. I wouldn't either. I've seen some of your cousins. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. My cousins are very, very good looking. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. To me, it's Must... just because I, I hold myself to a higher standard. Oh, okay. It's okay. not about how, how hot or not hot my cousins are because <laughs> they're hot. Yeah, um, okay, sure. So, no, to me, that, that wasn't even... And at that point, you're so, like, fatigued and so happy to just figure out who it actually was that it's like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, whatever. You know, it is it is what it is. But um, But you're right. They did gloss over it. No one was like, no one no was, one was like, you're a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. You're incestual pedophile, like even worse. Um, that's an interesting point. I never thought about that, but that's like, that is a shocking thing. That's like, well, to your point at this point, um, incest has been done so much specifically by HBO that I think like, it is what, a shocking like Game of Thrones. Audience. Yeah. With Game of Thrones. And there's, there's definitely other but like Game of Thrones was not to say that like Mayor of Easttown is real, but like Game of Thrones was like a fantasy, like almost like where like rules didn't apply. Where, but like this is a show about supposed to be real life stuff, and it's I don't know the fact that it was just so I, I just couldn't believe that it was just like glazed. Over. Like they never even brought up the fact they never were like grossed out by it. They never were like ugh, like I can't believe it. It's almost like they expected it or like they were just like oh yeah yeah it's East Town just yeah East Town hashtag East Town <laughs> yeah. things uh, Dexter Dexter had incest in it. 
not that, active no, incest, no, but it was that, it was incest was was a a theme of a season. Um, they weren't really they weren't blood related. Well, I would I know there's more there's a lot of incest out there. I'm not going to Google it. Dexter is also Showtime, not HBO. But yeah, but I'm just saying in a mainstream. I know. I know. Yeah, incest um, is much more acceptable from a from a well, incest an entertainment. is a huge. It's like the number one porn like trope right now is all yeah, well i know you shouldn't you shouldn't evaluate social trends based on what's popular on porn because there's some uh, weird fucking shit out there uh, i hear no i don't kink shame so whatever you get whatever gets that's you good off. this is not the month to kink shame no this is <laughs> happy pride month by the way oh hey yep big big gay rights support from mm-hmm. both of us here here at other night i go back mm-hmm. you heard it here first 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 openly supportive podcast that's it. We're the number yeah. one. Number Maybe one. Rogan will follow suit. Probably not, but uh, it was yeah. us first. Come at us, Joe. Uh, um, so, so yeah. So, so it was it was great. I mean, the writing was incredible. The the the, the twists were. It kept you going throughout the whole thing, and it didn't right. feel convoluted. It felt believable, and it felt. Like I, don't wanna, I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy. Uh-oh. But I, I, after like episode two, I was like, I think it might be the. I might be the son. That might be the only like only because they they focused a lot on him in like weird spots, and I'm like. If this is a mini, so this is a this. It's, they've already said there's not going to be a second season. Mm-hmm, this was a standalone mm-hmm. show. To pay attention to something like that, which is supposed to be like a minor character in the weird spots that they did, I'm like, why are they doing this? Are they just doing this to throw us off the scent? Are they doing this because they want us to tie back to something when he does end up becoming blah blah blah? Right. Yeah. I after episode two, I was like, I think it's him. I also thought it was Siobhan too. I thought right. Siobhan was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I was, was. I thought that might, that might be it too. Well, that's the thing is like, you ask ten different people and they would have thought it would be ten different characters, right? That's, right. That's how. That's the sign of a truly good like kind of mystery drama like like mm-hmm. that. And um, no, they nailed it. And I definitely really appreciate the recommendation. It was excellent. Um, it was, you know a little sad for me, a little too sad for me, a little too like um because you're a big Evan Peters guy. Oh yeah, no, I am a big Evan Peters guy. But can we was... say I know I know it might have been hyperbole to say it was this, it was similar to to True Detective, but that last scene in that episode, right? That was like edge of your seat type. Of I shit. knew exactly. I was like, I was like, I wonder which scene he was talking about. And then as soon as I saw it, I knew exactly what you were. Yeah, around. that was no. Like, it was cool. like some of it was just really hard to watch, yeah, and I don't course. like. I'm not really into TV like that, so I think you can have you can have drama and you can make people feel emotional without beating them over the head with things like child neglect and, and mm-hmm. people b- betraying their loved ones and, and, mm-hmm. you know, shit like, like, like family domestic violence and abuse and stuff like that. I, I don't need to see that in my, but it is real. And it, that stuff does happen. Maybe not. It's real, but I don't need, I don't need to be constantly exposed to it in the media. I consume. Okay. Okay. That's uh, right. I, I mean, what good that. is that? What good is that doing? We're like, we both recognize that it's a real problem. It's not something either of us would ever do or, or, well, you know, participate in, except maybe you, cause I see well, you're I starting, I'm, to, starting I'm to fucking lose you. it. I'm saying you, you're the Same one living you. out in bumble scum. Um, yeah, but it's lifted. That's lifting me up and making me feel like I need to be a better man to okay. lead by example. Fair, fair enough. You know? Yeah. Um, but Very also fair. quick shout out to the actress who plays Lori in that show. She's oh. going to win all the awards. She's going to win all the awards. She's the, she's the, the mom, right? The she's mom. The, oh, the, the mom friend. of Billy. Mayor's yeah. friend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, she scene was phenomenal. Her, that scene with her and mayor in the kitchen at the end. Like, I mean, oof. Like you that understand like, like yeah. why she did what she did and you understand like you like as a I mean as a parent you like, you, like I would definitely do the same thing. I would like I would and there's I totally I, totally. I don't I don't blame her in the slightest. I blame you know, I thought Mayor was wrong in that scenario to not back her friend up. Mayor should have been like, bit. okay, like I, we fucking figured out who it was. Well, he, she even said it the Laurie was like, You had you had John, you have him. Like you didn't right. need to keep searching exactly. around. Like, exactly, exactly, right? Guy. Like I totally agree. 
I yeah. totally agree. Um, um, so, but yeah, she was she was excellent. She's from Medford. I did a little really? research on her. She's from Medford, Massachusetts. She also played, and I don't know if you remember because it didn't it didn't click with me until I saw her IMDb. She was the 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 wife of Jason Bateman's character in The Outsider on HBO. Oh, remember? Oh, yes. Oh, that show. We need that show. We need more of that show in my life. Yeah, but she was also so she's like she's she been a whole bunch of stuff back back to back like big time HBO hits between The Outsider and Mayor of Easttown. She's gonna win all the awards. Like she, she better at least. She was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I reckon. What do I recognize her? I recognize her from something else, and I can't. Either way, but yeah, no, she did yeah. a bunch of stuff. Really good. And and what was great about that was, it's so hard to imagine. Like, imagine if I betrayed you in that way. Like, yeah, based on how long we've been friends and how close we are. I, mean, like, I can't imagine that. So right, like, because maybe, I do it on like I yeah, do maybe maybe micro. pick another maybe pick another person. I don't okay, know. imagine if uh, if Troy did that to Abed. Right, think about the two best oh, friends. Oh shit! Ever, wow. Right, and like, how would that play out realistically? Would you be able to see beyond what she did because of your history and because you know, at the end of the day, she's a good person just trying to do what she thinks is right? Or I don't think is I that a, is that a last? Well, right, but you don't know. Like, right. But I think I when I looked at that, and I was like, okay, how is this going to play out? Um, I was expecting it to play out in a way that I didn't believe, and it played out in a way I, I did believe. You know, I do think that friendships can can persevere over mm-hmm. over something like that because at the end of the day, Mayor wasn't trying to be um, Mayor wasn't trying to, to to be vindictive and to tear a family apart. She was doing what no. she thought was right, and she you know as far as she thought she was doing her her. Job. I mean, at the end of the day what mayor did was legal. Like she, that was her part of her job. It was like, correct. She, not just yeah, it was legal. Correct. It was, like, it was like, correct. It's not like, it's not like she went looking for something that wasn't there. It was there. And she like, she found it. But in the grand um, scheme of things, they were friends like family and they definitely right. made sure to emphasize that in the, in the episodes building up to it. Um, and then that, in that way, mayor did absolutely the incorrect thing. I would have absolutely let that slide. Well, yeah. Merrick doesn't come off like even in, even in the earlier episodes when the mom of Katie, Katie Bailey's mom, who's, you know, suffering from cancer. And like, she's like, why haven't you found my daughter? The reason why they bring in Evan Peters character to help mayor with the search. She's like, why haven't you done more? Why haven't you found her yet? Like there, and you can tell they're all friends. The whole town's friends with each other. Like yeah. You said, the town's a character. So like, and they're all in Mary literally eat shit from every single one of these people that she's friends with because she's dropping the ball on a lot of. Well, and yeah, you're totally right. And mayor, um, makes all those threats against the mother of her, of her grandson. Right. Right. The, the recovery oh, that, addict. That, that, that scene made, that scene pissed me off. Mayor's not, uh, Mayor's not a great character. Mayor is a bad, Mayor is a villain in that, in that show. Uh, and that's, uh, I think I if you add together all the stuff that we're talking no, about yeah, here, yeah. incompetence, threatening to like, you have a, just because you want to keep your, this is something Jamie and I disagreed on because Jamie was like, Oh, it's warranted. You know, she's an addict, but I'm like, yeah, she's six, 16 months sober and by the yeah, way yeah, it's her daughter it's her son right like, and, and you have to trust that the system is working for her like you have to trust that like, right she's cleaning her act up and like the program's working and all like this stuff. i understand being hesitant to give it give give the kid away especially after you've lived with him for so long but like mm-hmm. yeah if you combine that with with what mayor did to to laurie at the end i mean I did not view Mary is supposed to be like this Tony Soprano style gray character where she's trying to do the right thing, but she's being dragged down by everything around her. Um, I don't get, I don't get a gray character from her. I get a, I get a dark, I get a, uh, uh, an evil. You also got to, you got to figure out, you got to look at it from, she lost her son and you you look at flashbacks. That stuff, by the way, that's exactly the flashbacks are exactly what I'm talking about. Like, I don't need to, 
No, like, but that you shit have doesn't, to, you have that to see why she out. is. But you, it, it sets the tone of why she is the way she is, why she's so rugged and, you know. I'd rather on. not see that scene than have the show be developed in a slightly more realistic way. Okay. That, that's, again, that's just me. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying for me as the viewer, I try to stay away from stuff that's like overly kind of like maudlin and oh, yeah, it's it's hard to watch for sure. Um, but that scene, the, the closing scene of the show, her finally opening up the attics and, and climbing up, walking up to the attic, that was a beautiful piece of, of cinematography. It was yes. a very, very yes. like poignant way to end the show. They hinted, they hinted at it, they built to it beautifully, and then there was the perfect, perfect ending to mm-hmm. what is honestly almost just about as close as you can get to a perfect TV show. And I, I mean, really hope really they good. don't fuck it up by coming back, like, doing another like, season. Like, and I don't know how they could. Like unless it's going to be somehow become an anthology series, which it I would be it like Siobhan in the in the college or something. And but yeah, but then then at that point it's like okay, what? How much shit can happen to one family? You know, type right, of thing. Right. And so then it becomes a little unrealistic. Well, that. this is what happens to a lot of shows, especially a show like Twin Peaks, right? Where mm-hmm. they just like they had the one mystery that really occupied. It was really interesting and occupied the whole first season, and then it was popular, or or it it wasn't so popular but like david lynch was able to get a second season and a third season Mm -hmm. and they just had to reach for things to kind of do and it becomes less and less kind of believable that would absolutely happen with a show like mary v they need to just leave it they didn't do they didn't do a roots to kunta's back right they need to they need to just well what What? i'm thinking like (laughs) of all the shows to pick roots is like the number one most popular mini series of all time so that's why Um, i picked it um okay I guarantee Roots, the Roots finale had more viewers than any other. That's series. different. That's different. We're talking 1980 something. People, like, everyone watched TV back then and one media. So I one watched media. Roots in social studies class. I mean, Roots, right. it, Roots is the most significant miniseries that okay. was ever, that's right. ever been created. Uh, and by the way, well, let's, you know, let's table that because let's table that. Because that's so many, let's do, we'll do a miniseries episode. Well, miniseries episode i love that yeah. and by the way we could talk about how tv has like kind of shifted to the miniseries and to your point when when shows can commit to a miniseries and don't force it to come back even if it's the most popular thing ever that is the best thing that could possibly happen to to a show good miniseries make the argument for like one season for like shows right. aiming for one season right um, or aiming to tell one story right and that's and that's it and unfortunately though money always trumps everything always if, always uh, always always that would be that'll be interesting to dive into um, yeah, but, but yeah mary v's town good recommendation great, highly recommended to everyone listening who hasn't watched it yet yeah uh, it's on hbo it is good Only good good seven episodes too so like you can kind of bang it out in like a weekend yeah i wouldn't recommend watching them straight through because you'll fucking be super depressed like, yeah, um yeah. but bang it out in a weekend and maybe you know or three or four days and bang it out order some pizza hug your hug your kid oh god i I would love some pizza right now i'm gonna i might try to convince emily to do pizza tonight i feel like pizza tonight all right well that's that was what my that was you know my what you've been watching what are you all right so mayor of east town was one thing i want to talk about i think we we definitely did a good job with that Mm -hmm. watched a couple good movies um i will talk just a little bit about about both of them one another great Netflix original um, starring Amy Adams with a cast of incredible actors supporting her. Don't um, say Southern Southern eulogy or whatever. Woman in the window. Oh no, it's not the one. You're, what you're talking about is Hillbilly Elegy, which was, yeah. which was like, I think almost unwatchable. Um, but it got nominated for a bunch of awards. That's yeah, no, but again, this is like the difference between yeah. me and like, you know, the, the Academy or whatever. I'm just, I'm above them. I'm, a, Here's the difference just, I'm the elevated. I, yeah. um, no, Woman in the Window is a, it's a, it's a 
movie starring Amy Adams. It has so many incredible actors. Uh, Julianne Moore, Gary Oldman has oh. Anthony Mackie and Wyatt Russell. I know what? we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about um, uh, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier later. Um, Jennifer Jason Lee. In, and they're all just, it's a great, great movie about um, Amy Adams is separated from her family. She has agoraphobia and she lives in this beautiful brownstone in New York. And all she does is kind of look out the window and watch her neighbors and stuff. Yeah, it's like um, secret, secret, it's a Hitchcock movie. What is it now? I'm thinking of uh, right. It is real it window. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, it just unfolds in this really incredible way. And and the whole story is really good. And it's another one with a lot of twists and turns. And Ooh. Amy Adams is is really good in it. And I'm not a huge mm-hmm. Amy Adams fan. I think I think she's very hit or miss. But uh, as she's become a more, I think she's I've, been in more serious roles recently. Yeah. And I think that take she's 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 taken to it very well. Um, and she's shattered really good objects was really good. Yes, that's show. yeah, it's another one. Um, uh, Wyatt Russell is quickly becoming one of my favorites. For those of you who don't recognize the name, he played the new Captain America in um, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. He's um, also uh, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No, that's cool. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. They, yeah, he's also it. you know he's you know Oliver Hudson and Kate Hudson's brother. He's uh, ah, yeah. he's Hollywood royalty. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that got me to watch this movie in the first place was the fact that Anthony Mackie was in it. And as we talked about last week, he's one of my favorites. Unfortunately, not a very Mackie heavy movie, but I will, um, I will Mackie let that light. slide. Mackie yeah, light. it's Mackie light. It's Mackie light. It's a, it's, it's a little uh, lackey Mackie, if you know what I mean. Oh, a little lackey of Mackie. <laughs> I air high five. And I would, uh, yeah, air high five. I would like my Mackie Mackie, is what I said after that movie. <laughs> Oh, you know, crossing oh. these off my list as I as I say. <laughs> um so so really good. I actually think I think you'd like it. I think you should check it out. It's on Netflix. Um another we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Another great Netflix original, you know. They keep coming for Netflix something. and they're doing something. Yeah, definitely. If you, if you if you if you come for the champ, you better not miss, okay? It's that's what saying. they say. That is exactly you know? what they say. Um that is uh that's very smart. So, <laughs> Woman in the Window really liked. Another one I saw um, which is not on, I don't, I don't think it's streaming right now. Um, Wrath of Man with Jason Statham. Did you hear I about heard that? that? Was, I heard that was good. Excellent. Excellent. And I'm not a big Statham guy. I'm not like a, um, mm. uh, what are his, what are his big movies? The, 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 tra- the Transporter movies, Transporter right? and then yeah. he's in all the, the, new, the newer Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah. His like whole typical shtick, like that straight up action car Crank. Thriller. You never saw Crank? No, I wasn't really into Crank. I did see Crank. Oh, um, Crank was so good. I'm not, I'm just not really into it. In this movie, he, it's definitely, he of course plays that same kind of character, but, um, they subvert that trope in a big way in the first okay. part of the movie. And I don't want to say too much about that, but like it was a refreshing role for him and it still was right in his sweet spot. So mm-hmm. um, the story itself was excellent. It was another kind of like crime drama thriller. Um, very, you know, of course, action heavy, but good action uh, and, and not, not overly, not overly so. Okay. Um, and it uh, also has Josh Hartnett and I'm a big fan of the, uh, of the He's heart around. Yeah, he's he's back, baby. Josh Hartnett. Wow. Um, Josh Hartnett had a part in it. <laughs> okay, come on, stop now, stop, 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 stop. Seriously, <laughs> how, how are we? How are we? How are we come on, to, come on. How are we supposed on. to go on with this? How are we supposed to go on with this episode? Come on, that was fucking incredible. You okay. can't make this shit up. Um. Yeah, so Wrath of Men. I don't know. Um, it's oh, it's it's also uh, it's a uh, directed by Guy Ritchie, who I what's think. It, you know, oh, it's so. What's it about? 
if you can just give me a yeah quick yeah synopsis. I'll give you I'll give you a quick summary. Um, Jason Statham, you don't know much about him when you're introduced to him. He uh, gets gets a job at a um, security company that does like the bank pickups. Um, and um, he's like a garba. It's a this uh, specific security company is like a very high level one, like does a lot of like rich millionaire stuff. But they're they've just been the victim of a couple robberies, and okay. coincidentally, Jason Statham is joining at around this same time after the string of robberies. Um, oh. And that's all I'll say about it. So oh. unfolding, you know, of course that's no coincidence unfolding why that is. Um, and I will say like right at the very beginning, like what really maybe even when, when I say this is like a great Statham role, but it, they kind of subvert his like traditional transporter mm -hmm. role. Um, he's, he's, and this happens at the very beginning of the movie. He, he's kind of faking when he's trying out and doing all the testing, like the athletic testing and the shooting, the gun range testing and everything. He's kind of faking not being good. So he like gets like a 75% on his, on his shooting test. And like, he's kind of like, and he's like, okay, wait a minute. Are they doing Statham? But like, but he's not just incredible at everything. And Statham then it, yeah, exactly. But they, then it ends up being Statham, Statham heavy. And that's Statham not really heavy, a spoiler yeah. because that you get, that gets removed. It's a Jason Statham movie. Like, I mean, come on. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But I'd like that they kind of played with that. They played with like, Hey, you're expecting this guy to be, you know, incredible at everything. And then the first couple of scenes, he's like, not, and, and you're just like, okay, that's kind of cool. Like it's kind of right. interesting to see. So, okay. um, so yeah. So Wrath of Man, it was another good, um, another good one. Okay. I'm definitely, I might actually might watch that tonight. Now that you yeah recommend it, I'll pay the twenty dollars. I'm sure whatever the hell it is to to watch it. So. Way too much, yeah. But it is good. I, it is. I do recommend it, and I think it is worth the money. Um. So that's really... that's the guy who didn't pay the money. How do you know? Because <laughs> I know you didn't. How do you know? Okay, so we talked about all the stuff I want to talk about. All right, cool. Well, so see you later. All right. Well, nice oh. knowing you. Hey. Um. So okay, so one thing that we love collectively the royal the royal the royal <laughs> oh, we are good we are back baby oh, um, God. we never left we love marvel we love marvel movies we love the mcu and of mm -hmm. course during our hiatus uh the entirety of falcon and the winter soldier marvel's second disney plus tv show starring borrowed characters from the hit movie universe debuted and finished and we both watched it right you watched yes. it yes, yes. Um, well, let me ask you. So I have opinions. It's not the type of it was. It was much more of a straightforward Marvel yeah. show than like WandaVision was. And then sure, by the way, not, there was yeah. Loki starts next week too. Did you I know. know I'm excited about that. Uh, and I'm really excited about that. That looks to be like another one of the like WandaVision style, like take it and, and kind yeah. of genre shifted a little bit. And, and this was as Falcon of the Winter Soldier was straightforward. Like you said, there was no nothing subliminal nothing like yo we gotta go back and watch the scene again because right hinting at something it's like nope this is what with, it was with a powerful social message backbone right? right i mean i think a lot of like him grappling with with being the potentially black, being the first black captain america and yeah. then they introduce um the super sold the african-american super soldier who was tested on and is now old and like you know um uh that's really like okay hold on like so, you know, African-Americans and people of color are being exploited in this universe, just mm -hmm. like they are in the real world. And that's something that the MCU has previously flirted with, but never fully immersed themselves in. And I think this show was the first example of them head on tackling that, you know, in, in, in the most significant way that a Disney show would allow. Right. Um, head on now, tackling that kind of, that kind of thing. In my opinion, outside of the chemistry between Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie, which we can talk about, 
that was the other that those two things were the only real true saving graces of the show. So I did you not, didn't you did not like the show. I did not I didn't dislike it, but it was not coming off of one. Maybe I just set my, my hopes too high. Coming off of one division, I'm like, here we go. It's gonna be the next yeah. big thing. And I, I was yeah. like, oh, okay. But like the social message the social message that it presented, plus I said, plus the the chemistry between Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackey. I mean, other than those two things, the show was just kind of like another traditional it was just like a Captain America. It was almost like one of those, like, you know, when you get, remember when you used to get like DVDs and, and like, say you got um, like Toy Story had a bunch of these for saying like Toy Story, you get the Toy Story 2 DVD and in the DVD would be like mini show, mini movies with like the bit characters, like just kind of like doing their own thing, like 20 minute bit movies. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of what this was, this reminded me of it was just like, it didn't need to happen. It um it went on I think maybe a little longer than it could have even though it was only what five episodes six episodes whatever it yeah, was yeah it was like six yeah if they could have maybe done it in three um and it just didn't leave me wanting it didn't leave me wanting more from that particular outside of I guess Anthony Mackie and uh, being the first black Captain America yeah um didn't really leave me wanting more from it yeah so I I actually so I liked it largely but I agree with every pretty much everything that you've that you've said I, it was mm-hmm. not um it, it scratched that marvel itch you know as as you know i'm a total i'm a total mac head right um, as we both are so seeing a lot of anthony mackie was great you know you're right about the interplay between um stan and and, and mackie really really good he's a strong also, suit of the show he's growing on me if, if he ends up being luke skywalker as they've as they've kind of hinted Ooh, whoa whoa who said that well anthony, he he kind of looks mackie or sebastian stan sebastian stan oh, okay. he kind of looks like he kind of looks like a younger um well he's uh, currently on he's currently playing tommy lee in a oh right that's gonna be i want to say it's a hulu yeah yeah a series I think so. about but it's not about tommy lee and tommy lee's life it's about tommy lee and pam and the sex, sex tape, tape right it's yeah just it's just about the sex tape yeah who's uh, playing pam? someone else someone notable some, playing... yeah i'm not sure i don't remember who but you know that's an interesting one um uh so their interplay is great um his struggle with with dealing with the fall of the winter soldier you know he deals with that a lot in the movies and it's 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 okay to see you know it's not the most compelling thing i think it's just kind of obvious and and not very subtle um but i just generally i enjoyed watching every episode and you know what i really liked was the storyline with wyatt russell as the new Mm -hmm. captain america picking a new you know white poster boy captain america but picking someone who's like a clearly ptsd right former soldier and really seeing what what that kind of attention and responsibility and gravitas like does to him and then you know he gets access to the super serum and that just Mm -hmm. elevates you know the the struggle that he's having and his his character besides mackie who I just love and everything, obviously his character was by far the most interesting part of the show to me and his, the, 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 the element with him and his, um, his, his partner, uh, what's his name? Star, star blaze or star, um, the, the African-American dude who, yeah, ends yeah. Up, who ends up, you know, spoiler alert dying, um, and how that impacts him, like all of that, all of that together. Um, and kind of the, it's almost like, a you see him introduced as the new captain America at the end of the, at the end of the first episode. And, and it looks like a, fake. Doesn't it look so fake when they it, introduce it? Like, it does it a little look, bit. It looks so weird. Yeah, it does a little bit. Maybe that's intentional. Maybe they, because no, they I want think, you yeah. to feel unsettled about that, right? right? They want you to be like, okay, I'm not sure if I, I'm not sure if I like this. Is this guy going to be good? Is this guy going to be bad? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that whole storyline was really good. And I think Wyatt Russell is is excellent. And I'm glad that I think he's going to be, we're going to see more of him, you know, I because think so he too. adopts the... Well, he's going to be, he's, they did something with him that they've never done before. 
and they talked about it and they hinted at it with you know in the, in the past movies but he's going to stand trial as a, he's going to be essentially a superhero standing trial for the acts that he committed right. while being a superhero. Yeah. And they do collab with that in like in a in lot the of, Civil War. In, but. in a lot of the movies they do because of a lot of the big, and who does this uh, uh, much uh, better, higher level is the, is the show, the boys on Amazon. Oh, right. Um, yeah. 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 Yep. But you know, collateral damage and like the people that these, that when you're, when you're saving the world against this, you're also burning down a building with, you know, hundreds of people inside, like there's right. collateral damage for that. And then in the sense, even though I'm, it was nice to see that kind of like for the first time in a Marvel movie, I did feel like there was kind of a ripoff though, from it's like, it made too much sense to me, or it was too convenient that like the boys comes out and has this massive following and has two, you know, dynamite seasons. And now the first, one of the first shows that Marvel makes after this deals with a, one of the main themes from that show, almost like they were trying to get to it before the boys got to it. Well, that's a, that's a chicken and the egg thing though, because the boys is obviously heavily influenced by sure. Marvel comics. Right. And, and by the or way, comics I mean, in that sense, or too. every, yeah, every comic, you're right. Every comic, but Marvel has been the most significant name in comics forever. Right. Um, and, and, you wonder, um, it's like, it's a little bit of a chicken and the egg thing, right? I definitely agree with you. Um, but, and, and at the end of the day, at this point with this, with, with how many superhero origin stories and generic movies, even within the MCU that the, that an audience has seen already, like mm -hmm. to a certain extent they need to do, you're going to see a lot of like these rehashing new, of the same yeah, thing. exactly. Rehashing of like the new, you know, the new way of looking at superheroes. So I think it's just that's just the the genre. There's just so much of that right. that's so popular that. But I, I agree with you. I mean, it is, you know, you do lose a little bit of that impact because you just so recently saw something. Right, very, like you could almost similar. trade out the John Walker character for the Homelander character, and yeah. they're going through the exact same situations. Like home, like not. I mean, obviously, I think the Marvel version of it's a little bit more PG, even though there are some in this show, especially as, as compared to WandaVision, a lot heavier scenes than than I was expecting to see. Like a lot more depth and a lot more like. It was just like it ended on like such a dark note. I feel like, and and like that you're not normally used to that. Um, but I feel like the characters of John Walker and the Homelander character from The Boys are almost like they they they're similar. They're to yeah, definitely. You know, they're like they're like American poster boys, but there's a dark evil behind right. them. Right. You know, I, and I it shows what could happen when power goes to the wrong person. Absolutely. Head. Which again is one of those things that like we're talking about is like one of those things that was you know maybe maybe newer 10 years ago, you know, with mm -hmm. Watchmen being popular, but, but definitely not something that was, that was really considered in the early phases of, of, Mar of, of, of superhero movies. And right. now is something that we've seen and grappled with in, in several universes to your point. It's also a social commentary on police brutality and stuff. Totally. Totally. Of course. Yeah. You have John Walker as like the authority, the, 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 the the super cop essentially and it's, he yeah. thinks he's thinks he's bigger bigger than the system. It's police brutality. Yeah. It's it's how troops are 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 treated in 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 our society. You know the the, the armed forces. I mean there's mm -hmm. there's a lot there, right? And I think that's one of the reasons why superhero movies are so popular is because there's a lot to relate to in that right. regard. But um, but yeah, no. All in all, I think it's a solid eight out of ten Marvel show. And I I um I love that we're getting you know Marvel TV shows. I liked Wandavision. I liked I liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And Loki looks fucking incredible i mean it looks that's like, like it looks like a trip Loki looks like a fucking trip like, he's like he's incredible i want to see more of him um it's got um 
Luke Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, which is which looks really. Looks I think really Doctor fun. Strange is going to be involved. Yeah, it'll definitely have you know some of the some of those guys and and um just the plot you know parallel time that's that's right down my alley right. Yeah, like you're gonna time. fucking. You're gonna I'm gonna to go watch nuts. Him, no, no pants on. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> the poor new couch. I'll finally feel like mine after I watch <laughs> an episode of that. You'll be that picture of like Randy from South Park. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah it just all covered. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I will be. It will be like that. Fullages, fullages. So. So yeah, so I'm looking forward to that and we can, you know, next time there will have been one episode. So make sure you watch it this week and we will. Well, I like, as you might not remember from the beginning of this episode, I'm going to be on Brett's bachelor party next weekend. So oh, there, yeah. will be, okay. there will be no episode. Ah! No, let's, let's take, no, let's take, no, 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 not necessarily. We have to be out of the house like Sunday morning. Uh, it's a three hour. I mean, I could be back for like a six o'clock. Let's show. let's. Te- I'll keep it on the calendar as tentative, okay. and let me know how you're feeling Sunday morning. We can figure. Okay. Out. But if we have to wait two weeks, then then even better. We can talk about two episodes of Loki. Okay, sure, um, sure. Cool. So good. Okay. So, um, is there anything else you want to chat about, or should we start to wrap up? Here? Um, no, but I mean, we, something we didn't ch- uh, bring up. They in this this episode in the the series, they killed off a very very young person in the show. Like the, oh, the, the what's her name? Carrie something. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, she was the youngest. She was only, I think they said, only eighteen in the show. It's the youngest person that's ever died in a Marvel show. Oh Marvel wow, show I didn't know movie. that. Outside of, outside of like anybody from the snap, obviously. Because well, they, you lose, you lose a little bit of the impact when it's someone who's like a super soldier, right? So it's right. not. Really but I mean, like, it's still, it's still, it's still wild to see them like essentially killing off a kid. Well, uh, and someone. I mean, that that they did what they did really well with that whole storyline was you know you could empathize with the Sharon bad Carter. guys. Oh well, the Flagstaff uh, flag. What are they called again? Um, flag, flag, whatever. Uh, but I can, I can emphasize, I can empathize with that. They right? all they I mean, want, all they wanted was the things to return to the way things were during the snap when everybody was tr- trying to get they, when they were, everyone was trying to build the country back up to be like and be and, and and be caring and friendly and all that. That's all they wanted was to get. Yeah, back but to imagine that. being in their position like they were. You know, like the example they gave is like they were homeless and now they had homes because they were half half as many people on earth, which is arguably a good thing for the, for the planet. And for, hey, we all know how I feel about this. I, I said true, that Thanos enough, was mis- misunderstood. So. Fair enough. Uh, so uh, interesting. So that's interesting about the youngest, but Hey, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you can't pull your punches. You gotta, you gotta break some eggs to if make you're an not omelet, gonna, so. If you're not going to do incest, then you gotta kill off some, oh, some God, teenagers. Imagine, imagine they start doing incest. Hey, you know, there's the MCU is going to be around for a while. So I, I wouldn't rule anything do, out. They gotta, they gotta do something. Um, okay, cool. So I am this, I'm not going to talk too much about this, but just to set up our little final segment here. Um, I am rewatching community right now. Uh, I actually watched, I watched one of their table reads. I don't remember if we talked about this. We talked about this. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. So I've been rewatching community. Um, and then I went down the community rabbit hole on TV tropes. So if you remember Higgins, we used to uh, do talk about tropes, which is something very interesting to me. It's like the things that uh, that happen frequently in movies and TV shows, and I think it's fun to be aware of tropes because then you start to see them and you start to you know right. you start to really understand how what makes a plot go and what what builds a world and stuff. Um, Community, of course, is a highly meta show about TV mm-hmm. and specifically mm-hmm. about sitcoms. So each episode of Community is chock full of many, many tropes, many of which are there to just call attention to the trope. Right. Um, so what I did was I went to TV tropes, I went to community and I basically went down the whole list and read all the tropes. And it's cool because they gave examples. And since okay. I've watched most of it so recently, I can be like, oh yeah, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it's, if it's one I haven't watched in my rewatch yet, I can be like, I can look out for it. Um, and I wrote down several that I thought were very interesting. 
Okay, let's hear um, it. So I think let's uh, for for at least a little while we're gonna we're gonna renew we're gonna refresh the uh, ending with a trope uh, <laughs> format. And here, let me I'm give you one. It. Let me give you one that I found very interesting. Um, this trope is called a MacGuffin. MacGuffin, M A C G U F F I N. A MacGuffin. Have you heard of that before? I have. No. No. So a MacGuffin from TVTropes.com is a term for a motivating element in a story that is used to drive the plot but serves no further purpose. So think oh, about that. A ton Some, of them. Exactly, ton of them and that's, that's the thing. Mayor of Easttown. Yeah, right, it's exactly. Not, yeah. There's a ton of them. I think that one of the biggest examples is, um, uh, let me go down to some of these some of these examples here. Um, oh, the rug in Big Lebowski, right? The, right. The, all, of the, all of the events, I think that's my favorite example. I think one of the most clear ones, all of the events are kicked off because of that rug, but the rug has no relevance to the story itself, right? right. So I think that's, that's a really good example. What else did I see? Um, James, um, in Avatar, the unobtainium, is something that they're all trying to get, but it like doesn't make any sort of any sort of a difference. Um, okay. uh, duh, 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 duh. How about Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yes, it, yeah. Um, the uh, or no, the um, yeah, the wait, the Ark of the Covenant. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, like the like it's it's something, but the movie could have been done without with or without it. In the MacGuffin uh, TV trope article that is the featured picture is a picture. oh no shit yes, look yeah. at me so I'm that fucking, is i'm wicked fucking smart bro but see that's exactly what uh it, it's so this is one of those things that, I, that make me love tropes is that something we've seen a million times before and never thought about never put a name to um so mm-hmm. that's why i thought mcguffin was cool mcguffin is reference there's mcguffins throughout community um there's even an episode so so you've seen community right yes um you know when when chang um, Ken Jong's character mm-hmm. comes back and he has Changnesia and he's Kevin and he can't remember who he yeah. is. Yes, yes. There's an episode where Abed is doing a documentary about yeah. Changnesia yeah. to try to get uh, a grant for the school for $40,000 to study Changnesia, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the institute that they're appealing to to get that grant is called the MacGuffin Institute. And oh, it's, really? it's an obvious reference to Changnesia uh. being something that isn't doesn't matter but is is driving the plot right plot forward um so i just love that's one of the reasons i love communities because uh Harmon and the writers are just so they just love tv so much that they just they they intentionally build these very overt references to tropes into their show so it's like tropes on tropes about tropes and that's you know what's kind of funny the whole we can like literally the entire series of how i met your mother could be considered a, Mac- a macguffin because him meeting yeah. Ted meeting the what who eventually was the mom totally. for nine seasons was useless because all it drove uh, just it just drove to him to want to pick Robin, who was did you did you ever watch How I Met Your Mother or no Yeah oh yeah okay so like all at the end of the, the big the big the big criticism of the show is the you know fans waited nine years or ten years whatever how long for him to find out who the mom was. And then she dies and then he ends up going with Robin. But so her character, the, the, the mom's character is a MacGuffin because yeah. she wasn't yep. really. There for Absolutely. Anything. That's a great She's example. Going, yeah. Great example. Um, uh, in Fargo, the, the money in the snow, yep. the money, I was just going to say, uh, what about Marcellus Wallace's uh, bag? Yes. In Pulp Fiction? Yes, exactly. Yep. That's a great one. Um, uh, where's another one that I liked? I was just, Oh, the Sorcerer's Stone and Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone also called the Philosopher's Stone. Um, right nerd easy the uh yeah <laughs> in england it was actually <laughs> uh da, da, da. yeah the gold in the italian job um 
there's a tough, oh, there's actually, um, there's a character, Juno's last name in Juno is McGuff. I, and it is, you know what? When you said MacGuffin, I thought of that. And I was that like, is that a reference familiar. to the pregnancy being a MacGuffin. Uh, that's, I didn't actually know that. I'm reading this right now. That's so, How is so the pregnancy of MacGuffin? That's the only that, that... Okay, let's see what... So Maybe I got that wrong. So Juno McGuff from Juno invokes this trope symbolically with her last name, signifying that after she becomes pregnant, she becomes the object of nearly everyone's attention. Almost everyone has their own opinion about what she should do with her child and her body without respecting her own agency and choice of the matter. So she's she's the MacGuffin. Oh, right? she, not the baby, because I'm saying right. the baby. Okay, so it's her. Sure. That makes more sense. That makes more sense. Yep. Um, God, looking through this list, there's just the galaxy in, on Orion's belt and Men in Black. Um, the disc in Mission Impossible he's trying to get. I mean, every everything. Everything. Everything's the MacGuffin. Um, oh, sorry. It wasn't the Ark of the Covenant. It was the Holy Grail. Uh, that's the Ark of the Covenant, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry, sorry, you're right. Thing. You're right. Yeah. yeah, 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 you're right. Um, man, I'm just going down this list. Like I could just, I could just really, every one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movie has, has one. <laughs> every Pirates of the Caribbean movie oh, didn't need to happen. The Pulp Fiction suitcase, like you said, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, it's a really, so I thought this was a really cool trope. I like tropes that have like their own unique name and mm-hmm. are just like absolutely everywhere you look once you, right. once you understand them. This one's probably the most dominant one we've, we've ever said. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. Um, so this is just a taste of some of the incredible tropes that I'll have for I look, all for, of I look us forward in, to this now. in future episodes. Yeah. So this is good because it's not just picking a random one because most of the, a lot of them are like hard to talk to. Like I paid attention to ones that I thought would be good for to, to discuss in the podcast. So cool. looking forward to doing more of that. And if you want to hear more incredible tropes like that or amazing opinions about TV and movies and great recommendations or just tips on how to be a better person and be a good homeowner and be a good homeowner, make sure you tune in to the next episode of On the Night I Go Back. Thank you so much for listening out there. Thank you, Higgins, for another excellent conversation. You're very welcome. You lift me up. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, good stuff. We will see you next week or the week after. Just uh, or, stay tuned. Yeah, or just be fucking patient. Or just, yeah, just relax, okay? Jesus yeah. Christ. Jesus. Okay, uh, right. great job. We'll see you next week. Next Bye-bye. Okay, yeah, fucking right, bye. We get it. Jesus. <laughs>